Mother, are Post 40% Bran Flakes really the best tasting cereal of them all? Well, your father says so, and father knows best. It's Father Knows Best, transcribed in Hollywood, a half-hour visit with your neighbors, the Hendersons. Brought to you by Instant Sanka, the delicious coffee that lets you sleep, and 40% post-brand flakes. Mother, next time you're choosing a cereal, remember, new post-brand flakes give your family all of the important, keep regular benefits of brand in a cereal, with the delicious new Magic Oven flavor. Insist on Post Brand Flakes, the cereal preferred and eaten by more people than any other brand flakes. They're wonderful for breakfast, lunch, or in-between meals. So get Post Brand Flakes this weekend. They're good and so good for you. The town of Springfield is lovely to behold this Christmas Eve. About noon today, the first snowflakes began to fall, and soon the air was filled with whirling Christmas. It came down heavily all afternoon. Now every lawn and park is white, every roof and every chimney top. And out on Maple Street uh, this frosty Christmas Eve, every house seems to have its windows all brightly aglow. Every house, that is, except the Andersons. Well, they're not at home. You see, they have started, well, let's, let's just go back to 10 o'clock this morning. Evelyn's wrapping packages on the dining room table, and Jim is helping. Hold your finger on this, will you, dear? Mm-hmm. There we are. That knot should hold, don't you think? Honey, are you planning to send me along with this baggage? Why? What's the matter? <laughs> well, you tied my thumb in there. Oh, well, I'm sorry. There. Oh, boy. Uh, now, I wonder if there's anyone I've forgotten. Well, from the number of packages laying around here, you couldn't have forgotten anyone. Not in Springfield, anyway. No, there are not so many there. It just looks like a lot. I just can't figure it out. Hmm? Well, we don't know that many people. Oh, all right. Now, look. This one goes to the Ecklers. Mm-hmm. You remember last year they gave us that lovely salad bowl, and we only sent them a card. Mm, I do, yeah. This one, it's for the McDaniels. Mm-hmm. I, I feel we certainly owe them a gift. Uh, but, honey... Now, wait. You asked the question, and I'm answering you. All right. This package goes to the Burns. I didn't see, send them a thing last year, and the year before they gave us that huge box of pears. I know. Oh, uh, it's a big box. It's for the Hayes, and and the, then there's the, let's see, the Wagners, the Crosses, mm-hmm. the McGregors, mm-hmm. uh, the Burns. Mm-hmm. Oh, they all gave us something last Christmas. You see, I keep a record of these things, dear. I have it all written down. Well, that's fine. I'm not objecting to the idea of remembering our friends at Christmas. Well, you wondered why all the packages. Well, well it just seems that suddenly Christmas has lost something. It used to be a much simpler time. The spirit of Christmas had a different meaning. Well, I know, dear, but when people have given to us... Well, that's it, honey. It's become a matter of bookkeeping. Christmas used to be a quiet and beautifully religious holiday, a time for the children, a time for bringing happiness to others. And what has it become? A mad scramble to buy a lot of things you can't afford to give to people who probably 
don't need them. Now, dear. Oh, why can't we have Christmas the way it used to be? Quiet and simple with the real Christmas spirit. You know, when you gathered your family and friends around the fire and the children hung up their stockings and the church bells on Christmas Eve and carolers singing. That's the way Christmas should be. I know, dear, but... Oh, no. I'm in the dining room, Betty. <laughs> oh, I- I'm going to wash my hair now, Mother, so if Janie calls, will you take the message? What message? Well, it's very important. Well, you see, Janie knows simply dozens of girls who work down at Burton's department store, and they're going to call her the second that Ralph comes in the store, and then Janie's going to call me. <laughs> Princess, if, uh, if you'll forgive my unseemly curiosity, what is the purpose of this elaborate spy system? Why, to find out what Ralph's going to give me for Christmas, naturally. Yeah, naturally. But, dear, a Christmas present is supposed to be a surprise. Of course, Mother. But how can I be surprised if I don't know what kind of gold locket that's heart-shaped with my initials on it that he's going to buy me? Uh, Wait a minute. How's that again? I'll be upstairs, Mother. Now, if Janie calls, you need to call me to the phone. Just, oh, a list of locket is a wristwatch. Okay. Well, that doesn't beat everything. Now, now, don't let it upset you. She's just a normal teenage girl. Look, honey, the whole idea of Christmas is to give... Hey, Dad! Oh, Oh, boy. We're in the dining room, bud. Hey, tonight's Christmas Eve. Can you believe it? Christmas Eve! Yeah! And you better go down in the basement and bring up the decorations for the tree. Uh, We haven't got a tree yet. Besides, I haven't got time right now. Joe and I got to go get some stuff together. We're we're going out with Christmas carols. Christmas carols? You? Oh, now, don't question me, Margaret. (laughs) Whew, thank heaven there's one person in this family who has the true Christmas spirit. Uh, Well, allow me to congratulate you, son. You have the right idea. You know, there's nothing finer on Christmas Eve than to go around singing Christmas carols. Oh, we're not going to sing them, Dad. Oh, well, what are you going to do with them? Well, we got a deal with Gus down at uh, Gus's used car lot. He has a sound truck, you know, one with big horns on top and a record player inside. Oh, no. Now, wait. This is a cool idea. Gus is going to drive the sound truck all over town this afternoon, and Joe and I, we're going to be inside playing Christmas carol records. But... Well, I'm not really going to play the records. Joe's going to do that. I'm going to do the commercials. Commercials? Sure, for Gus McCarthy's used car lot. Joe plays a carol, and then I read a commercial. I got some really cool ideas for him, too. How do you like this one? I'll test them out on you. It starts out, Rest ye merry gentlemen. In a 1936 two-door sedan with white sidewall tires. Oh, my goodness. Uh, maybe you better... Or how about this one? Oh, what fun it is to ride in a 1940 club coupe with overdrive and brand new seat covers. <laughs> Look, bud, uh, I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus in a 1948 convertible with radio and heater. How do you like those? Pretty good, huh? Pretty good. But have you lost your mind? This is Christmas. Your father's right, bud. That's uh, carrying it entirely too far. But if I don't work on the truck this afternoon, I won't get to ride in the parade tonight. Parade? On Christmas Eve? Sure, the big Santa Claus parade. We're going to have floats and bands and, and cowboys and, and all kinds of stuff. What, no skyrockets? 
Dad. Well, now, I've heard everything. Uh, peace on earth and goodwill toward men introduced with a brass band. Daddy! Uh, yes, what is it, kidding? When are we going to get our tree? Oh, you'd better go down and get one, dear. They'll be all gone. Yeah, I could have got one wholesale from Gus. He sells Christmas trees, too. Surely. Can, can we get a purple tree this year, Daddy? <laughs> a purple tree? They're selling them on the vacant lot next to the pool hall. Red, <laughs> yellow, pink, orange, purple. You can get any color you want, except green. <laughs> Well, if you're talking about the tree, I'll vote for a pink one. <laughs> What's wrong with green? Well, nothing, but it just looks like a tree. <laughs> well, Einstein, what's a tree supposed to look like? Daddy, can we get one of those with neon lights? Oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> neon lights, purple Christmas trees, brass bands. What has happened to you kids? Have you forgot the meaning of Christmas? Have you forgotten everything you learned in Sunday school? Well, no, Father. It's just that things are different now than, than when you were a boy. I mean, this is 1953. <laughs> different nothing. You know, you can change everything else but not Christmas. Am I right, Margaret? You have the floor, dear. The whole trouble is that Christmas has been turned into another super colossal all-color production. Well, it's all wrong. And as far as this family is concerned, we're putting a stop to it. This year, we're going to celebrate Christmas as it should be celebrated. Simply and naturally, without all the hoop-de-doo and falderall. This is going to be a real Christmas. I don't understand what you mean, Father. Well, to begin with, we're not going to go buy one of those painted trees. <laughs> we're going to get in the car, and we're going to drive up the Pine Mountain, and we're going to cut our own tree. Oh, boy! Can we, Daddy? You don't really mean that. Well, certainly I do. Uh, you kids gather up some warm clothes. Bud, get the saw out of the garage. But, but Father, it's at least... Fifty miles up there. Yeah, you could buy a tree for a couple of bucks, yeah, Dad. That's what I'm talking about. All you kids think about is bye, bye, bye. Uh, this is the part of Christmas you've never even experienced. Going out into the woods and cutting your own Christmas tree. The weather forecast said snow today. <laughs> well, we'll we'll be up there and back in three or four hours, and I'm not going to snow that much. Just a light dusting, I'm sure. Besides, I have changed. So then let's get your coats. I'm getting mine. I'm ready. Oh, this sounds like a real peachy Christmas. It will be, Princess. You'll see. Dear, I still have all those packages delivered to the Ecklers, the McDaniels. I will. Just firm. throw them in the car, honey. We'll deliver them on the way home. You're uh, sure this is a good idea? Am I sure? Believe me. This is going to be a Christmas that none of us will ever forget. <laughs> when the snow says no, 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 Firestone says go, go, go. You don't want to get stuck and be out of luck. Ask for Firestone Town & Country tires at your local dealer. Our triple action tires have more grip than any of the other larger brands. Town and Country tires are non-pulling, non-skidding, and self-cleaning. 
which means trouble-free going even in the severest weather. The Firestone Company only uses the best rubber for your added safety. They also added a fortified nylon or rayon cording. These tires come in all black with the classic white wall and come in all sizes for your American or imported car. Remember, Firestone Town & Country tires are guaranteed to go, go, go through the ice, mud, or snow, or your local dealer will pay the toll. Brought to you by the Firestone Rubber Company, Nashville, Tennessee. Are we almost there, Daddy? Oh, only another mile or two, maybe. Father, it's starting to snow again. Oh, is that snow coming down? Yeah, this is cornflakes. <laughs> well, it's just a little flurry, nothing to worry about. Come on, cheer up, everybody. Almost Christmas Eve. Well, what is there to cheer up about? Yeah, Joe's probably out of the sound truck already, playing Deck the Halls with Bows of Holly and selling cars like crazy. But we're not talking about that, remember? Okay, okay. Uh, now, if uh, you kids think you have a hard life, look at that little grocery store back off the road there. Miles from everything. How would you like to live there? Well, I wouldn't. That's all. I just wouldn't. Yeah, but what if you had to? Well, I wouldn't. But what if you had to? I said I wouldn't. But what if you had to? Father, tell Bud to stop it. Bud, stop it. Are we almost there, Daddy? Oh, it won't be long, kidding. Look at that snow drifting down. Isn't that beautiful? We're going to have a white Christmas. It's lovely, dear, but do you think we should try to go any farther? Oh, it's just up around the next bend there. Why we had to drive clear up here into the wilderness to get a Christmas tree. You'll understand, Princess. When we're back home this evening and that fragrance of the tree starts filling the whole house. Oh, well. Oh, what happened, Daddy? Uh, nothing. Uh, snow's a little deeper here, that's all. <laughs> Father, we're not moving. Are we stuck, Dad? No, we're not stuck. We aren't moving. Dear, can't, we can't go any farther. It's snowing so hard now you can't see ahead. Can you turn around? I'm not going to try to turn around. The only thing I can do is back up. We're not moving. So what's the matter, Dad? Uh, I'm afraid we're stuck. Should have gotten those firestones. Oh, no. Oh, Kim, we can't be. Now, now, there's nothing to get excited about. We'll get out of here somehow. All right, take the wheel, Margaret. Bud and I'll get out push. Come on, Bud. I can't even see. What do you want me to do, Jim? Oh, put it in reverse, please. I, I can't hear you. The snow's getting deep, Come on, just push, What do we do now, dear? Yeah, well, I suppose we'll have to leave the car and walk back. <laughs> walk back? Yes, well, come on, everybody out. Uh, take the keys, Margaret. Oh, all right. Uh, button up your coat, Cassie. Betty, bring those two blankets. We can't walk all the way back in this snow. I know that. We're 
We're going back to that little store we saw. It's only about a quarter of a mile. Close the doors. I'll carry Kathy. Come on, kid. Now let's everybody stay together. Yeah, we better hurry. It's starting to get dark. Daddy? Yeah, kid. It's almost Christmas Eve. Yes, almost. I'm snowing my shoes. I can snow down my neck. Can you see where you're going, Jim? Yeah, yeah, I can see. Complaining, it could be worse. Oh, yeah, yeah, we could come up here in our bathing suits. I don't know why we had to come up here. Yeah, what was the idea anyway? <laughs> well, well, I'll, I'll tell you, my my freezing friends, this is this is warm and beautiful. begins in a house, and it concerns, if you please, a young husband and spouse. They're hanging up holly wreaths, trimming the tree, wrapping dozens of presents to fill all with glee. Then hark as the hall clock strikes ten, they both stop, and worn out and tired, in their chair they both drop. Says the man with a yawn, do you think, my dear, we might, uh, though it's late, risk some coffee and maybe a bite? Says his wife with a grin that is cheery and bold. You can have all the coffee you think you can hold. For I bought instant Sanka just for your sake. <laughs> it's free from caffeine. We'll keep no one away. So they sat and uh, sipped Sanka and found it so good that they drank even more than they usually would. Yet when later that night uh, Santa poked in his head, both husband and wife were asleep in their bed. That's my story, my friends, and though not like the jingle, that whimsical legend of Jerry Chris Kringle, it carries a message important and true. You can drink instant Sanka and sleep the night through. <laughs> said earlier, the white frame house on Maple Street is quiet this Christmas Eve. About noon today, Jim Anderson revolted against his family's uh, attitude toward the Yuletide and decided that this year they should uh, discover the joys of a simple, old-fashioned Christmas. Nice thought, yes? How's it working now? <laughs> Terrible. They drive up to Pine Mountain to get their own tree and end up in a snowbank. Now, with the car abandoned, Jim and his family grope their way through the blizzard toward an isolated roadside store. Oh, my goodness, I think my nose is frozen. How much farther is it, Daddy? Well, it must be right ahead of us. If it weren't snowing so hard, we could probably see it. No, wait a minute, there it is. See the light? Yeah, yeah, I see it. There's the store, Mommy. Oh, well, thank heaven. Uh, that looks really pretty for Christmas Eve, doesn't it? Holly wreath in the window. All 
I'm interested in right now is getting back to Springfield. I'm supposed to be at at least three parties tonight. Yeah, and if we, if we get back in time, I can still ride in the parade with Joe on the sound truck. Yeah. All those gifts are still in the car, Jim. We'll, we'll have to get them out somehow. Oh, they have to be delivered tonight. All right, all right. One thing at a time. Let's, uh, let's get in here and thaw out first, huh? Nice and warm in here. Daddy, look at that. They've got a fire in a barrel. Oh, that's not a barrel, kitten. That's an old-fashioned pot-billy stove. Oh, this looks like the kind of store my father used to talk about. Yeah? Yeah, look at all the stuff hanging from the ceiling. Lanterns and and snowshoes and all kinds of junk. By golly, it smells just like the old general store back in my hometown. Who runs this place? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it were Teeter and Cassidy. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Anybody here? Where's the telephone? Oh, it's here someplace. Well, I'm sorry we don't have a telephone. If we had one, I'd love to let you use it. Oh, you children had better take your coats off now. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're sure glad to have you all here today. We're getting the bacon on the stove, and we weren't expecting anyone in tonight. We'd love to have you all here for company. Well, our uh, our car stalled up the road there. I wonder if we could use your telephone. Well, um, like I said, honey, you'd be most welcome to use it if we had one. No telephone. <laughs> well, hello there. Is that your car that snowed in up the road? Uh, yes, that's ours. <laughs> we must have passed each other on the road without seeing each other. <laughs> I just walked up here to see if y'all needed any help. Well, that was very thoughtful of you. Uh, we were looking for a telephone. Well, I guess the nearest phone's down at Harper's Place, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, and you'd never make it down there tonight. Not with the snow coming down like it is. No. Oh, but, but how are we going to get back to Springfield? I'm afraid you're not going to get back tonight, miss. Uh, probably not tomorrow, either. Oh, Rose, there goes Christmas and all our plans. Now, 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 I wouldn't feel too bad about it, miss. <laughs> it may not be so noticeable, but it's Christmas here, too, you know. And uh, since Maggie and me were marooned up here, in a matter of speaking, and since you folks are stranded, too... Well, why don't we just say we're all stranded together, uh, snowbound, as it were. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that's very nice of you, but... but uh, we can't just move in on it. Right, well, right. why not? Y'all folks look like nice people, and Tom and I are here alone. I'll put on some plates on the table, and there's plenty of beds for y'all. Can we do it? Please, Mommy, please? Well, it seems like a dreadful imposition. Uh, it's nothing of the kind. I'm Tom Terrell. And this is my wife, Maggie. Oh, well, well how do you do? Uh, we're the Andersons. Uh, the little one here is Kathy, our boy Bud, our daughter Betty, and my wife, Hello. Margaret. Hi. And then I'm Jim. Well, we're happy you're going to be with us today. <laughs> well, thank you. We hadn't planned much of a Christmas, uh, just being the two of us, but now that there's some kids around, oh. by golly, it's beginning to look like Christmas. <laughs> Come on, help me light up some lamps, Bud. Okay. I tell you what, we always did with our youngsters on Christmas. We gave them the run of the store. 
So help yourselves. Ooh. Candy, cookies, and anything you want. Go ahead. You mean it? Really? Don't help yourselves. Oh, man. It's steady now. Don't oh. get carried away. Wow. Oh. oh, Mother. Look at those adorable old-fashioned teacups. In a minute, dear. Look here, bud. Look at this. Yeah, look at this. Wow. Man. Listen to him. My golly. It's good to hear youngsters around the house again. How many children do you have? Two, a boy and a girl, but they're both grown up now, gone away. Seems like such a short time we had them with us here. Well, would you like to come out in the kitchen with me, Margaret? Oh, yes, I'll help you put things on. Jim, if you want to hang up some of your things, the bedrooms are right up the stairway there. Oh, good. Uh, I'll take these blankets and coats on up. Well, are you kids finding anything back there? Sure, all kinds of stuff. I found a school book back there, Mr. Trill. It's the same one I use. Yeah, it belonged to my daughter. She looked a lot like you when she was your age. So you have some kids, Mr. Terrell? Yes, we have two, bud. Where are they, Mr. Terrell? Well, they're all grown up and gone, Kathy. Aren't you lonesome without your children? Um, yes, yes, uh, we are sometimes. I think we miss them the most at Christmas time. You kids don't know how much you mean to your folks at Christmas. Yeah, we, uh, we never thought about it. I guess we always just thought about how much Christmas meant to us. Uh, we used to have our tree here by the stove, and Judy and Bill would decorate it and put the candles on it. The tinsel and the stars and the, the little glass bells. Uh, they're all back in the back in the box in the corner over there where the kids packed them away. Don't you have any Christmas? No, Kathy, not anymore. There's no one to decorate the tree. Tom, I need some firewood for the stove. All right, I'll get it. I'll get it. What are you crying about, shrimp? I, I just feel sad. Bud? Yeah? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Maybe. Well... Climb up on a box and get down those snowshoes. You're going back to the car. Well, what's wrong with the children, Margaret? They did not eat a bite. I don't know. They're plotting something. Yeah, they oh, run. Uh... They run me out of the store and told me to stay back here and lock the door. <laughs> well, maybe you better go out front and see what they're doing, Jim. Oh, they're all right, honey. Leave them alone. Well, whatever they're doing, they've been at it for over an hour. All right, everybody. Come in now. Yeah, and turn off all the lamps. Well, for pity's sake. What are they? Well, let's go in. Well, 
Mr. Terrell said that they had the decorations, so Bud went up to the car and got the saw and some other things, and then he went and cut down the tree. I helped put on the decorations. Yeah. Yeah, and look what's under the tree. Hmm. Where'd all those packages come from? Why, from Santa Claus. Oh. <laughs> you can't open them till Christmas morning. Margaret, are those your packages from the car? I told them they could do it here. They changed the tag. Oh, all right. <laughs> I guess, uh, this is a miracle, Mother. We, uh... We have a family again, gathered around the Christmas tree. Just the way it used to be. Snow coming down outside, candles on the tree, a warm fire on the stove. Oh, it's it's lovely. It's just lovely. The only thing that's missing is the Christmas carol. Judy, when when she was a little girl, she she'd stand at the top of those stairs and. Oh, the way she sang. It reminded you of the angels who sang to the shepherds on that night. Well, Kathy? Well, where's Kathy? Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how do we see you